Our last soul Zoom room gathering for 2022. It's time for a deep breath when we have a whole year behind us that has been filled with, I'm sure for each of you, so many different emotions and transitions and letting go and gathering up. Each year holds so much for us, but mostly for me right now, feeling the gratitude for having reserved this time for ourselves and for myself throughout this year to remind myself of the value of having set aside time. Something really beautiful about that. It's so interesting, I think, when we talk about the end of the year and New Year's to see how often we can let go of something at the end of the year that we would not let go of mid-year. So for instance, habits, and we will set a new uh, possibility in the new year to let go of a habit we're not particularly fond of or to take up a new practice that we use this arbitrary timeline of a new year to be the start of something new or the finish of something that we want to let go of. Habits, regrets, judgments, mistakes, our health issues. And I think about it and I wonder to myself, why is it that this arbitrary date that was set in a calendar gives us permission that we don't take throughout the year? Because it's simply perspective. It's a made up timeline. And if we can see this, then we can decide that throughout our year, at any given moment, we can easily move into a shift. That there doesn't have, it doesn't have to be a Monday or the beginning of a day or the beginning of the month or the beginning of the year or the end of something. That each moment is our waking up to the next moment. That there isn't this, there isn't necessarily, we don't need to incorporate a, um, a set up, a contrived date or time in which to transition ourselves, that we can be going through that transition of shifting and adapting and moving, which we are anyway, whether we want to or not, we're confronted with that, but that we can consciously decide each moment is anew and not wait for the end of the year to start something new, to wake up to this breath and let the breath that was before go. Simply let it go. This is, all it is is a light switch in our system. It's on or it's off. That's all. It's not a complicated practice. It's not a complicated mindset. It's not a complicated dictum. It's simply us deciding that we have the choice to step into every breath as the new moment and new possibility of having relinquished that which is not serving us and stepping into that which excites us. That every breath can be an inquiry into the expanded life we want to live in. And we don't need to wait until we start a program or we start a class or we show up for something that every breath is the invitation. And I'd like to go into 2023 
using the power of my mind that could arbitrarily set January 1st as my day to start a new eating routine or a new practice or a new responsibility, whatever it happens to be, or to let go of something that I was carrying for the last several months or maybe the whole year that I knew along the way wasn't really working for me, but I couldn't quite let go of. I can step into right this moment. I don't even have to wait until midnight or 12.01. I can start right now stepping into that this is the possibility for me in this breath and letting go of, because my mind is so powerful. This is all a mindset. This is all about our mind deciding how something unfolds. And who has control of the mind? Is the mind controlling us? Or are we in charge of the mind? We're in charge. Our soul, our essence, our knowingness, our wisdom is bigger than the mind unless we allow it to run amok. We can decide that this is the moment, every breath is our, our moment to step into something that we've been wanting to step into that we know is good for us or we know we're excited about. Every moment and every breath is the possibility for us to step into something that is inviting us to expand. We're all being invited every day by the cosmos, by the universe, by our friends, by we have this opportunity. Let's not wait. Let's take this as our invitation to not wait until January 1st. This is a great way to start the year, but let's have January 1st be every breath. One of the ways that we can incorporate this is to start shifting our perspective of love and joy. So we've talked a lot about this in the last year that, you know, we are love. We don't do love. We are love. It's a beingness, not a doingness. And joy is an offshoot or an expression of love having been manifest in our lives. When love is manifest in the heart, joy naturally emerges or flows over. So we can decide that we are love. We don't have to wait for someone to validate it. We don't have to wait until we've done something that we say, oh, look, I naturally responded in a way that's very loving. We can just decide that we are that because our mind can decide that we aren't that just as easily. Why would we only agree with what our mind sets as a, as a dictate when it's negative or punitive or challenging? Why are we not also allowing it to liberate us? Why don't we believe it when we say to ourselves, my mind can decide that I'm love and I am that. I don't have to, I don't have to live up to a certain number or a certain standard of activities or beliefs or behaviors that I'm love regardless of all of those judgments that I carry as being loving. You came in as love, you are simply that. And joy simply naturally arises and emerges and overflows out of you without you doing anything. Why don't we live into that as our 2023 truth in every breath? Without having to start fresh with, I'm doing a loving, loving kindness practice, now I'm loving. No, you were loving before you started the loving kindness practice. Fabulous that you're doing the loving kindness practice, but that's not what made you loving. It only maybe gave you a little insight, but you already know all of this. This is the light switch. We either leave the light off 
and we're in darkness or we turn the light on. And it's as simple as a switch on the wall. It's not complicated. We make it complicated. Our mind and its, its desire to make everything more challenging for us brings up all the reasons why we aren't that. We have a wonderful memory for how many things we've done that we're ashamed of or we didn't, we wished we hadn't done or that somebody has criticized us for and a very short memory for all of the ways that you've shown up in the world for yourself and others that are loving and beautiful. I'm not saying to close our eyes off to the places that we want to work towards something new in ourselves. That's the transformation that we're undergoing all the time. But until we acknowledge and recognize and live into the loving nature that we are, we're not accepting our true nature. And we don't have to wait until we start a new practice, a new day, a new year to do that. We can do that in every breath, but we have to consciously decide to sit in that place. Otherwise your mind's not gonna go there naturally. It won't go there naturally. We want to know the pulse the presence of love and joy so that it becomes such an integral part of our breath that we don't think about it. We just live into it. We wanna bump up against it as our regular occurrence, as our default position, our life perspective. This is so the teachings in A Course in Miracles and many other teachers use this as a one of the ways to get into our, our transformation of ourselves and of our being. Love is an, a quality and an essence that is languageless. We cannot articulate it in a way that makes it something we can hold on to. It's an essence. It's a fragrance. That's why we call this the fragrance of joy. It's not something that has a delineated step-by-step -step, um, curriculum. It isn't that way. But the only way to really step into it is to believe that you are that and to do whatever supports you in that belief, whatever supports you in keeping your mind from telling you otherwise. It's just a choice. We make it so complicated and we use so many excuses of why we aren't something. That's our mind's discursive way of deciding to discourage us. I don't want my mind discouraging me about how I am in my essence because my essence and my mind are separate pieces of my being. I want my mind to be my intellect and to be used when I need to have it, just like my iPhone. I want my iPhone to be used when I have an activity that requires one of its strengths, and otherwise I want it to be put down. I want my intellect and my mind to be the same way. The part of our mind that is discursive and that comes up with these stories about who you are and who you are not is not useful. It's an essence. It cannot be articulated by the language. Our mind works through language. And we, the language is not going to describe and not going to support the essence and the fragrance that we are of love and joy. We have to reframe and command our mind so that it doesn't run amok. That's why we meditate. That's why we chant. That's why we, we use candlelight. And that's why we use pranayama. And we use all these techniques so that we can slow down the mind from having an opinion. And we can simply choose to be that which we already are. To be that which we already are. And part of this is allowing all of these judgments and fears and stories, these made up things 
you know, that beautiful work that Byron, Kel Byron, Katie, Byron Katie does on, is this true? You know, really asking ourselves about the things that we believe about ourselves and the world that we're in, is it true? Because if we don't learn to, how to cut through with a very sharp knife between that which is true and that which is not truth, we carry around all of these suppositions of, I am this, I am not that, I can't be this, I can't be that. You are and you can be and you can continue to overflow with love and joy. You are that. And that should be, could be, might be our theme for 2023, that I am love. And every instance where I find I'm showing up in a way that I'm judging that I'm not that, I want to drop that mind's judgment. In that moment, I might have been a different quality of love. But it doesn't take away just as though you're a woman, you don't change that no matter what happens to you. That's a qualification of your system of the biology of you. Love is part of the biology of us. It's not something that is a gift to us by being a certain way that we get granted some sort of access to it. We are already it. And one of the ways that we can really live into this is to imagine that one of our purposes, our dharma, is to protect it, to protect love and joy in ourselves, in our family, in our community, in the world, to protect it, to be an, an expression of it and to protect it, to be the custodian of love and joy in the ways that we express ourselves into the world. And we each do it differently. We all have these beautiful talents that are varied. We're using those talents and those expressions into the world, those gifts that we received to once again exhibit and share love and joy and protect it so that it's not diminished. This world right now needs more love and joy. It's our job because we have resources and we have support and we have one another to remind us that we are that already and we can step into that and exhibit it and protect it into the world. We have the responsibility to do that. So it's a responsibility in addition to a beautiful way of living our lives. It's a responsibility. Imagine if we feel responsible, not for creating love necessarily, but for exposing and revealing it. We're not having to start anew. We're just revealing that which is. That which is. Let's reveal it. Let's protect it. Let's step into it in 2023, so that it becomes our breath. It's the expression of every breath is more about love and joy, regardless of the circumstances, that we separate the circumstances from the experience and expression that can exist all the time, not just when certain conditions are present. And let's be the custodians and the protectors of that within ourselves, in how we lead our daily lives and what we accept as our our responsibilities and our, um, you know, how it is that we are imagining we're, we are contributing. Let's be responsible about that with ourselves and let's be responsible about that with others as we help others and shepherd our families and those in need who come to us to also hold that as a truth for themselves. And let's see how 2023 really becomes our year of love and joy.